0: On to the Southwest Division. Memphis Grizzlies, they're in the two spot. They get a B. They get a B. Solid B. I can't give them an A because they've had so many damn injuries. Desmond Bain's been injured. Jaron Jackson's been injured. Ja Morant's been injured. And even though they've had a decent season, they've been patching it together. I just, they haven't been as much of a wagon. The West stinks. Let's be honest. The West is not as good as it has been in previous years. So your two-seed run is really not as impressive as it was last year. And they were the Cinderella, and now they are the hunted. Everyone wants to take them down. They were the league pass team, and now they're a national darling. I can't give you an A when everybody wants me to, you know? They broke through. There were results. Everybody thinks that they're anointed, John Morant. And I love his shit-talking. I love that he says, hey, if you want to jump with me, then you're going to go viral. I'm not worried about anybody in the West. Let's be honest. There's really nobody you should be worrying about in the West because the West stinks. But if they can be healthy, they're going to be dangerous. They're going to be the silver gorilla, as they say. And it won't matter if teams bring their A-game because have you seen Steven Adams? When he wants to do whatever he wants to do, it's impossible. Jaws like Joe Burrow, impossible to shake, confidence-wise. And as long as he's healthy, this team can go as far as he wants them to go. That's how I feel. I don't see how the Grizzlies aren't going to be a title contender for as long. Like Joe Burrow says, the window is John Morant's career. New Orleans Pelicans, they're the four-seed How is it possible they are the four seed with all of the shit that's gone on with the New Orleans Pelicans? A minus they get. They are having an incredible season with all of the things that have been going on with them. So Zion came out of the blocks, like his name was uh, Michael Johnson with the gold shoes, with uh, like Usain Bolt making us the centerpiece We have to talk about him in the MVP conversation because everybody loves some Zion. He's gotten skinnier, I think. I haven't seen him in a while. We'll see. But he's now missed 16 games out of the 40-something they've played. Brandon Ingram, he's been electric. Have not seen him for two-thirds of the season this year. And it's a toe bruise. Okay? Okay. He's only played in 15 of the over 40 games they've played. Herb Jones, my guy, has missed 16 games so far this year. They should not be anywhere in the top four. Their top three players outside of CJ McCollum, three other five starting five guys, have missed anywhere from one third to two thirds of the season, and yet they continue to succeed. They are balling out. CJ has been incredible. Grand Theft Alvarado has stepped in and done wonders for the squad. Valanchunas, love the piece for him. He is just a steady, steady rock in the middle. The team's got depth. Najee Marshall is averaging 10.5. Larry Nance Jr., Devontae Graham, who they'll probably move. Dyson Daniels, I am so high on. He is like this... Secret love affair that I have. He doesn't know that I love him. But he's all playing significant minutes as well due to the injuries. And then the few times that this this year that they've been healthy, they've been pretty much unbeatable. If they get healthy right before the playoffs, look out. The Pelicans could legitimately win the West. Mavs, five spot right now, and you should be grateful to be there. Honestly, it is gross. C for the Mavs. They haven't fallen out into the playing spot, but again, the West stinks, and they have benefited from the stinky West. I give them a C because all they do is rely on Luka. If Luka continues to play at an MVP caliber, they win games. If he doesn't, they lose games. Pretty simple, simple as that. If Jokic didn't exist, he would be a shoo-in. He does everything. He shoots, he passes, he defends. He complains to the refs. He shit-talks to the teams. He drinks on the job. Everything that you want from a European superstar. Probably brings hoes to the game. But the problem is, he's starting to wear and tear a little. That's what happens when you're not in shape. You can't put up those minutes without you starting to decline. You're playing like a Honda Civic right now on the freeway. you're You're a V4. And you're wearing out. He's missed two of the last six games. In those games that he has played, he's only averaged 23.6 points, which is well below what his average is for the season. And this is not a team that can survive, can do much of anything with Luka scoring 24 a game. No chance. They have no depth, which is why they have lost six of their last eight games. One of those games, mind you, was to the Atlanta Hawks, which, as you know if you listen to this podcast, is an absolute disaster. The one saving grace has got to be the trade deadline. Tim Hardaway is rumored to be on the move. Christian Wood, maybe. Mavs, if they can't sign him and they can't get a deal done, they said that they would prefer to trade him. They can improve, they can get to an A, or they can fall to an F, depending on what they do moving forward. It's all in your hands, Dallas. We'll see what you do at the deadline. San Antonio, you get a plus. I know, seems weird to give a high grade to a team that is woefully terrible, but they understood the assignment. Sometimes it's like you go to a virtual online oceanography course, you figure out someone who can get you a little scrapbook made with a bunch of uh, sea anemones in it, and then you turn it in, and that's all that you're responsible for doing in order to get an A in this class, okay? The San Antonio Spurs' only assignment is this one thing. Do everything that you can to put yourself in a situation where you're not only competitive, but you're losing. Do you know how hard that is? To be competitive and lose, it's almost impossible, in fact, and yet... The assignment is to do that, to put yourself in a position, the best position, to get Victor Wambanyama. That's it. And to that end, they started off a little rocky, winning a lot of games. But since then, they started to figure it out. Be competitive, help Keldon Johnson get to the next level, get Jeremy Sohan some meaningful reps, lose games. And it's going beautifully now. Victor seems to be... At least a perfect fit in the Tim Duncan model, but a new re- revitalized version in the modern NBA. Keldon Johnson has been really good and very fun. Someone I actually want to watch, which is very rare for San Antonio Spurs. Devin Vassell has been hurt, but he's shown promise. Purtle probably going to get moved because he's too good for this team right now. And listen, they don't need a big. They're about to get one. Josh Richardson He's maybe the worst NBA player I've ever seen. So to that end, maybe he helps them towards their assignment. But so far, so good. I think there's going to be some organizational changes. And Popovich's final gift is probably the opportunity to build with a new franchise cornerstone that will be one of the best in the NBA for years to come. Houston, C-minus, I think, they are a franchise that I – I'm going to be honest, I don't like very much. I don't like the owner. I don't like the philosophy. I really don't like the city. I think it's maybe the only city worse than it, and it's close. It's probably Philadelphia. They have five-lane freeways on either side. If you've ever been on that, it's terrifying. They draft poorly. Uh, The organization is cheap. They have a coach that probably has not ever led strong-willed men in his life. He speaks at a decibel level that only a mouse could hear. They can't play team NBA basketball. They've got a bunch of pure hoopers, and that's it. Let's be honest. Like they've got maybe three guys who can play organized basketball, like well, and want to. Let's be real. They're like athleticism through the roof, but like who really wants to do all the fundamental things? Do you see them? Who are they? Eric Gordon. He hates it there. He wants out so badly. He tells him, it's literally he's quiet quitting. Have you heard that term? He's quiet quitting. He just keeps saying mean things about the team, hoping to be traded, and they will not trade him for God knows why. Who knows? He's like, this team stinks. They're not getting better. They're like, hey, how have you improved? We haven't. We hate each other. No one plays for one another, and it's true. They're 1-17 in their last 18 games. And I don't think they're trying to tank. I don't think that's their assignment. Guys like Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, Kevin Porter Jr. He's a bucket, he's a bucket, he's a bucket. All talented. All can fill it up. Stat pad, as they say. And they cannot get back on defense for their fucking life. Is there a coaching problem? Like I said, Steven Silas, he's not the one. He knows he's not the one. I am sure he's being tuned out religiously. James Harden has hinted he wants to go back. Please, Lord, don't make it happen. I can't. He just wants to go back to his restaurant with all the food and the, and the steak-wrapped bacon crab etouffee that he's made with the strippers. He wants that. He doesn't want to go back to Houston. That place is a fucking mess. They are going to get a, an F at the end of the season. They just I don't even know why I gave him the C- to begin with. They are so screwed. That's it. That's all the team's. That's it. That's all the episode time that we have for the heat check. We will be back Monday. Let me know what you think about these grades. Hit me on the DMs, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I'm around. Check out the feed as well for past episodes, mini-episodes, which drop not almost every day, but kind of. We got Keith Smith coming on Monday. He gave us some, some serious tea. Do not forget to download. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends and follow us. Please follow us at this heat check and at Trista Crick on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll see you next time, knuckleheads.